G'day punters and welcome to Winning Post's preview podcast for the weekend of Saturday, April 11. Easter weekend, day two of the championships. I'm John Barker from Winning Post. Joining me as usual is Joel Marshall and we've got the entire band back together because Daniel Nuttall is on board as well. Well, Joel, uh, racing presses on, in fact, probably with... uh, an even greater air of optimism uh, that we can just keep pressing on than there has been in recent weeks. And uh, there's a mouth-watering card at Ramwick to uh, continue to keep us on a roll. Indeed there is. Yeah, really looking forward to Ramwick Saturday, day two of the championships, four group ones. But uh, the Queen Elizabeth, obviously we've had Winks uh, dominate the race in recent times, but this is an absolute cracking lineup this year. Just imagine if all these were around to take on Winks in the past couple of years. Would have uh, made for a very interesting viewing. But, um, no, very exciting racing on Saturday. Well, Daniel, speaking of the Queen Elizabeth, I've uh, written in Winning Posts and Best Bets this week that uh, the this the championships were conceived not only as the grand finals of Australian racing, but also uh, in the hope that... Uh, it would become something of an international carnival. It hasn't really happened, but um, we've got international hopes uh, really disputing favouritism for the Queen Elizabeth, and uh, we've got an English horse who's the outright favourite for the Sydney Cup. Do you think they're going to uh, break the drought this year? Yeah, look, it's hard to say. I think in the Queen Elizabeth, um, especially that Japanese horse, plenty of wraps on him. Um, and the Willie Haggis horse as well in, in the Queen Elizabeth, they'll certainly make their presence felt. Um, and I think the Sydney Cup, yeah, look, at, if I was going to pick a race that uh, the international is going to take out, probably be that one there. Um, young Rascal, obviously, uh, very warm favourite. Um, so I think the Sydney Cup's probably more likely to produce a winner internationally, but uh, look, both both races are cracking contests and, and like always, the entire car. And they've, you know, they've, Build it as the grand final of champ, the grand final of racing, and it certainly delivered uh, this year round once again. All righty, well, we will take you right through all ten races at Royal Randwick because let's face it, we've got nothing better to do. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, nine of them, of course, are at black type level, plus the provincial championships final. Always a cracker. Chris Lee's uh, has got an is absolutely team handed in there. Once he got five in an emergency. Anyway, we'll get to that shortly. We'll start with race one, Celebrations Fernhill Mile, a listed race over 1,600 for the two-year-olds, Joel. Uh, Untamed for me, number two, Son of Piero. Very good run in the Bayou first up, chasing Holyfield. Three lengths back to the third-place getter. That should have just brought him on nicely for this. I've got him ahead of one postcode who was dominant, winning a maiden at Hawkesbury last week with 62, beating Wheelhouse, who I'll throw in for third. He's a colt that I've got a bit of time for. He had every chance there, uh, but maybe the step up in distance will suit. And three, Azalee, interesting runner, uh, hasn't raced since Feb 27 and goes from 1,100 to a mile, but uh, clearly raced like he wanted the extra ground on debut at the fourth, fourth fastest last 200 of the day. My numbers are two, one, five, and three. Yep, I'm with postcode on top. Uh, of course, uh, Hawkesbury made him win a last start, but did it so... So easily with the 62 kilos, uh, never looked like losing there. I think the step up and trip will only help him. Uh, breeding would suggest that. So down to 58 kilos, four kilos off. I think um, go forward, be hard to beat. Untamed in next first up over 1,400 metres. You think will improve it will come second up. Four, Fiera, racing well without reward. Uh, and five, Wheelhouse, who chased postcard on debut, as Joel referenced. One, two, four, five for me. 
Race two at Royal Randwick on Saturday, the Agency South Pacific Classic, 1,400 for three-year-olds at listed level. And number two, high-low for me. Impressed first up at the midweek, sitting wide with 60 and a half and, and just walking in. And then went to the Derby Munro, actually came back in distance, came back 50 metres and just lacked that bit of sharpness to go with California Zimbol. But it was a good run. I think he can control things getting to 1,400 third up. To beat number one, Yao Dash, clearly below his best first up in the fireball. Not sure what happened there, whether it was the soft seven or he sustained a couple of cuts to one of his legs. Um, he's got 59 kilos, 1,400, probably a better distance for him to try and control things. I think number 11, Don and Kim's a really good roughie. Was taken through his classes slowly last preparation. Then he got to the Group 3 Spring Stakes at big odds and ran a cracking race for third behind Asiago. He went back first up at Warwick Farm behind Chat. He had 61 and a half and just never got into the race. But 53 kilos with that run under the belt from a good draw, I think he'll settle closer and run you a really nice race at odds. And nine Indy Car. Gee, that was a visually impressive win first up on the Kenzo track. Came from a minute back to charge home and win, beating Nordicus, who ran well yesterday. He comes through that spring stakes back in the spring as well. But I'm with two from 111 and nine. With Mirror Vision, uh, she'd put a unbeaten record on the line in that Derby Munro second up. She was three from three prior to that. She, I thought she went pretty well first go at stakes level, um, only finishing within a length of California Zimbal and some proven stakes performers. Um, I think the race rise up to 1,400 metres will suit her, and I'm pretty keen on her in this. Um, I think only she'll, she's keep, she'll just keep progressing, and um, one of the ones to beat, I think, at 550, pretty good price as well. So five, Mirror Vision on top nine, IndyCar. Um, yeah, a long way back. Uh, too far back, I would have thought. Most probably would have thought. Um, and the good horses sort of win like that. She'll Another will appreciate the rise in trip. Next, the two, Hilo, and the one, Yao Dash, round out the numbers. For me, five, pretty keen on Mirror Vision, nine, two, and one. All right, race three at Randwick is the Polytrack Provincial Championships final. Obviously, they've uh, we've got 15 of them, which is uh, the first three from the each qualifier at each of the provincial tracks throughout New South Wales. This one is over 1,400 metres, and it is worth 500,000. I thought they'd cut it to 400,000, but uh, 500,000 it is, and an intriguing race it is too, Joel. Indeed. You mentioned Chris Lee's five plus an emergencies, some leading chances as well, but I've gone for the Gwenda Markle-trained electric girl. The wet track's the little query. She missed on a soft seven earlier this campaign, but that was in the Group 2 light fingers. Other than that, her form's faultless. She's gone on a a winning streak, uh, won her past three, broke a track record that had stood for 24 years at Kembla Grange in her qualifier. So if she gets through the ground, I think she's the one to beat. Ten Asherani's got a touch of quality. I think she's the pick of Chris Lee's runners. She also broke a track record when winning her qualifier at Newcastle. Eleven Stella Seasun was runner-up in her qualifier. She was coming off a bit of a freshen up there. She then went to the Group 3 birthday card and probably just found that a touch strong. Blinkers on for her grand final. I think she sets up well. And two through the cracks, he stormed home from the back just behind Asherani, and he'll certainly be hitting the line well again. But I'm with 12, 10, 11, and 2. Yeah, likewise with Joel, I'm with Electric Girl. She sort of picks herself, doesn't she? Three on the trot and um, beating some good horses. She'll set on the pace and, you know, sort of as a favor- favourable racing style, um, gives herself every chance. And um, Glenn Boss on board, re um, reunites with her. Already had a couple of wins on her back before. So Electric Girl on top. Animate another in form, winning his past three. Um, from a long way back at the Newcastle Provincial Championship. Uh, terrific late splits and <clears throat> was impressive there considering it was five weeks off. So four in next for second. The 10 in for third. 
Ashrani uh, seldom runs poorly. And then the seven designated um, in for fourth, 12-4, Me? All righty. Race four at Randwick on Saturday is the Heineken 3 Percy Sykes Stakes. This one for two-year-old fillies over 1,200 metres at Group 2 level, Joel. Yeah, well, you've got the Golden Slipper form, which stood up pretty well last week in the sires. So yeah, that brings in Dame Giselle, away game, see you soon, and Munta Sira. Um, and they're all strong chances. I've got a big opinion of a filly down towards the bottom here, number 13, Chianti. Was in the kindergarten last week. They scratched. This was the target. Um, she's drawn a touch wide. Again, she, she drew wide last week as well. Loved her debut win. She did have the box seat trail, but just never in doubt and had plenty up the sleeve to my eye. She then went back to the trials recently on the Beaumont track at Newcastle and, and she let down really well from off the speed to run into the placings. I think she's got a stack of quality this girl and at the price I'm going to have something on her to beat two away game. What a ripper. She just doesn't know how to run a bad race. If she's got any fuel left in the tank, of course, she's been to the Gold Coast, Sydney, back to Melbourne, back up to Sydney. If she's still uh, in one piece, well, she's the one to beat. Three, see you soon is a chance of improving, I thought, from the Golden Slipper. She sort of a bit slow into stride, improved her midfield, and then just held her ground. She was second up there. Her fresh run was excellent. I think she can improve. And seven for Lizzie. She's had a little setback after the Widden. She went to the Magic Knight. She was held up early in the straight. Then she really attacked the line well. She'll be fitter for that. And she's uh, well, she obviously didn't go to the golden slipper she might have a bit of freshness left in her legs but i'm with 13 from two three and seven yeah i'm gonna trust the slipper form and uh, of course i've sort of been sticking fat with this preparation and see you soon here third up um yeah as joel sort of referenced got got um back as it sort of expected in the slipper and uh, didn't make much headway it's probably probably beneficial to be on the speed that day but uh, on that race but yeah see you soon on top i think she can make the necessary improvement here um, in for second, I have the one Dame Giselle. Of course, these two had a couple of battles um, in the spring in a couple of races. Quinellaring, a uh, couple of races there. Away game in next, and for fourth, I have Swats that who um, interesting form line. I guess two weeks ago, debuting at Bendigo, and uh, gee, she was she was extremely impressive there. I think the rise of twelve hundred meters only suit her. Um, but yes, keen to see how she goes against um, some of these Sydney fillies. Three, two, uh, sorry, yeah, three, one, two, and five for me. Race five at Royal Randwick on Saturday is the Arrowfield three-year-old sprint, 1,200 metres, group two, worth 614,500. Yeah, I'm banking on Flit coming through that all-star mile um, in one piece and being able to freshen up and, and re sort of reload and get back to her best. She was superb putting the light fingers first up with the right trail. She had the blinkers on and she had plenty up her sleeve when she went across the line. Wide, no cover in the surround when beaten as favourite. And then drew 15. They pressed forward, kept going to find the lead. And, and she just took off uh, under Damien Lane. And, and she'd run her race by the time they'd come to the turn. I like uh, blinkers off. Back to 1,200. She'll be ridden cold. There's a bit of speed here. Her 1,200-metre form is very, very good. People remember she absolutely stormed home from last to uh, split Anna Heat and Villamai this day last year in the Percy Sykes. So I think she's uh, the better of the day for me. Flit, one big danger is number one, Cosmic Force. He was excellent first up with 59, chasing Villamai. Very well backed in the Galaxy with 51, just didn't fire. Um, drew wide, sort of got back and may just have lost interest, but he's been back to the trials and, and had a good kill there. Good confidence-boosting trial win. 
he's worth another chance. 12 California Zimbal, 1,200-metre forms. Excellent. She improved from that fireball run fresh to win the Derby Munro. She'll just park in a good spot from that draw and give her all, as always. And number seven, True Detective. Can mix his form, but I like his wet form. And he was third behind Rubisaki in the English sprint. I like that form. Clear excuses last start. Galloped on mid-race. Forget that. He's a recent trial winner. But I'm keen on Flit, nine from one, twelve and seven. Well, Splintex, the three, could run a bit of a race at odds. He's last been seen, he was last seen in February at Rosa, won a heavy track, won on a heavy track by um, three and a half lengths, bolted in that day since. Had a freshen up and trialled really well behind, uh, finishing fourth behind the eventual TJ Smith trifecta, uh, Nature Strip Redzel and a Santa Ana Lane. Um, look, he's, he's a horse we've seen lead in the past. He's got plenty of early toe, and from barrier one, look, that luck could be an option. But the speed in the race, he. Um, he, he sort of sat midfield in that trial. I don't think he has to lead it. Robbie Dolan will have options from the draw. Uh, I just think at 21 to 1 on the back of a very good trial, um, worth noting that those top four in that trial thrash the rest. Um, I just thought, yeah, worth an each way nibble at 21 to 1, 21 to 1 from the good draw. And um, yeah, it doesn't have to lead in a, in a field with, with um, plenty of pace. So three on top at, an, at a nibble each way. The 12 and next California Zimble always had time for her. Um, terrific second up winner. And, uh, yeah, as Gerald said, the form at this distance, uh, five starts, three wins and a second, 1,200 metres. The one in for third, which is Cosmic Force, and the seven, True Detective. Another horse I've always had plenty of time for, and, that yeah, that Rubisaki form looks pretty good now, doesn't it? Second up, three, 12, one, seven. First of the Group 1s at Randwick on Saturday is race six, the Star Australian Oaks. 2,400 metres for three-year-old fillies. Group one level, obviously, will shout the bar. Came from nowhere to win the main lead-up, the Vinery. Uh, and then Colette, quite quite impressive as well. And then uh, you've got your Probabil, obviously, Joel. Which way are you going? Yeah, I sort of tossed up here, but I've lent the way of Probabil. I think her class will get her the distance. Uh, game effort in the far lap. She looked uh, sort of going nowhere on the turn and then... Her class got her through the line to finish second behind Funstar, beating home Quick Thinker. And then she went to the Vinery, first go to 2,000 metres, and I thought she tried really hard. She's just going to need to slot in and get into a bit of a spot from that tricky gate. But if she does, just think her class might get her home. Clearly, number four, Colette. She's emerged quickly coming through the Provincial. She was well found in the Adrian Knox last week. In a bit of traffic on the turn. Speaking through my pocket, I probably wish she had got into a bit more traffic, but she launched late to win well. Uh, our roughie in that race was Quintessa. We'll throw her in for third. I thought she was excellent, uh, giving you a great sight at odds. She gave a big kick. Just probably hit the front too soon. All the other leaders dropped out, and she was left a bit of a sitting duck. She'll be better for that. I think she'll run you a good race again. And in for fourth. Uh, number five, Game of Thorns. I thought she was the hidden good run out of the Vinery. She was right on their heels in the Kembla Grange Classic, and then in the Vinery, it was just a bit of a steady affair. It was a bit of a dash home and just didn't suit her. I think a bit more of a staying test will really suit this daughter of Animal Kingdom. I think she's the other main hope, but I've gone one, four, nine, and five. Uh, with four, Colette, um, just on the strength of that last last week's win, that uh, was terrific. She, she did it easy in the end, winning the three lengths and from a long way off them. Um, yeah, she's just hard to go past. I, I haven't put probably on my numbers. I'm just not sure what the 2,400 metres, no doubt she'll probably run it out, but I just think there's others probably in need of it more than her. Um, so I've got four in Colette. Quintessa's run a big race in that, in that same race, probably left in front a little too far from home, but she was terrific. And I think the rise to 2,400 metres, speaking to Mark Newnham during the week, the trainer, I think um, she'll be suited by that rise and trip. 
and in, and I think Toffee Tongue as well is a chance. Ford nine, seven and one for me. Second of the group ones and first leg of the main quaddy at Randwick on Saturday is the Schweppes Sydney Cup race seven, 3,200 metre handicap uh, worth a million and change. And uh, well, young rascal, uh, as I've noted, uh, since they changed to the championship format and pumped up the prize money of this race, four of the six have been um, European bred uh, um, five-year-olds and four of the six have also come through the Manion Cup. So uh, plenty in young rascals' favour, Joel. Yeah, indeed. Look, it's not one of the strongest Sydney Cups I wouldn't have thought. I, I, I think there's really only three winning hopes, to be honest, and they're a fair bit clearer of the rest. I've lent the way of Mustajir, just coming through the wait for age form. He, he ran in the sky high second up, no match, but was good there behind Master of Wine. We'll speak a bit about him later. And then went to the Tancred and was good late there. Just again, no match for the winner, very elegant. But uh, he was doing his best work late. I just think he can posse up sort of reasonably well from that gate for Nashua Willa. Sticks with him. I've lent his way from for Raheen House on the quick backup from last week. Clearly an improved performance. He was well held behind Young Rascal in the Mannion Cup. But I just like the way that he, he handled that wet track and was strong at the end of 2600. And maybe on the backup will suit him. Too Young Rascal, clearly hard to beat. Never sort of been out to this distance range, but gives the impression he'll handle it. He drops three kilos on, the, on that Mannion Cup win. And a bit of a gap back to the rest. I tossed up between Gallic Chieftain or Azuro, and I threw in Azuro. He's a bit of an old favourite of mine. He does run two miles out quite well. The track was just a bit firm for him in the Auckland Cup. I'm with one, four, two, and seven. Yeah, with Young Rascal, um, the first up in Australia off a, a four-month break and a three-month break, and I thought it was very good to win. The 2,400 metres, as Joel sort of said, we don't you know, up to 3,200 metres. I guess is a query, but the second up form reads well, and um, like the fact he's... Dropping uh, three kilos into this. So the two on top, one, Mustajia, um, certainly going close in all, in all three starts this this time in. We'll improve out to this trip. Four, Raheen House and eight, Yogi might be a bit of a bit of a long shot. We know we'll run out 3,200 metres. Uh, two, one, four, eight for me. The big one at Randwick on Saturday is race eight, second leg of the quaddy. Longines, Queen Elizabeth Stakes, 2,000 metres. Standard weight for age, worth $2 million and change this year. And, uh, look, all the talk, I guess, uh, has been the two Northern Hemisphere Raiders, Stanon Premium and Adabe, the Star Kiwis, uh, Tiakau Shark and Melody Bell, and very elegant, of course, uh, the home, home one for Chris Waller. But, uh, Joel, you've, uh, you are going outside those five uh, with perhaps the forgotten horse. Yeah, well... I mean, the market's really respecting him. We speak of Master of Wine, and gee, he's got a lot to do to, to uh, measure up to some of these proven Group 1 horses. But uh, look, he's around $9. The market clearly respects him, as I do. I just think he's a star in the making. Even I was a bit surprised by his first up win, 1,400. Just not wasn't sure he could do that, but gee, he did it with ease. That just told you that he'd come back in superb order. He then went to 2,000, handled the heavy 10 in the sky high, and and walked in there. He's had a nice soft trial since. He, look, yes, you probably wouldn't want any shorter than $9. That's probably right on the limit for a horse taking on such quality opposition for the first time. I just think he's got a high ceiling, this horse, and I think he'll run very well. Number one, Dan on premium. Well, the drier the track, the better for him, you would think. And if he handles the soft ground, well, geez, the one to beat. 
He's beaten Lee Grisher over 2,000. He's run second to one of the world's best, Armand Eye, over 2,000. So he's clearly an elite galloper. And then down towards the bottom, I've thrown the two mares in. Very elegant. Maybe she is just an autumn um, an autumn girl. She was a bit disappointing in the spring, but she's hit her straps this time in. Just edged out by a deep. Uh, Antioch, our shark, but then she got to 2,400 and bolted in with the tankard. That'll hold her in good stead, I would have thought, coming back for this. And 13, Melody Bell. I was with her in the Doncaster last week. She loomed like the winner. Ultimately, it was probably the 57 that just anchored her slightly. But uh, she was excellent in the spring, chasing Magic Wand from a mile back in the McKinnon at this distance. So I'm with uh, 10 Master of Wine from 1, 12 and 13. Yeah, such a terrific race, isn't it? Looking up and down the field and you sort of think how you could have sort of left a certain horse out of your numbers and then you just <clears throat> you see them, you know, the likes of Master of Wine who I've got on top as well um, with the blinkers being on. He's just been another horse. He's run his last four. I too, like Joel, was surprised at that 1,400-metre win. Um, he started in the market there, but the way he won out of distance, which is clearly short of his best and then supped up to 2,000 metres and did it easily again, handles all conditions. Um, and, yeah, just I think the ceiling of him – um, I'm just willing. I'm just happy to stick with him. I think based on his current form and and how he's going. Although it is a such a strong race as we've spoken about. So ten on top, Master of Wine. One down on Premium. Flies fresh, and um, I guess the, the conditions will be the only query for mine. The twelve very elegant. Um, she's just uh, on the crest of a wave at the moment. She was terrific in that Tancred. Um, down to, back down to two thousand meters. I guess maybe. Slight query, but she can't, she's hard to leave out. And the four in for fourth, Tiaku Shark. 12, uh, 10, 1, 12, and four in the Queen Elizabeth. Last of the group ones and third leg of the quaddy at Randwick on Saturday is race nine, Coolmore Legacy Stakes, better known as the Queen of the Turf. It is at Wait for Age, just the one filly in it is Funstar, and it is over 1,600 metres and this year worth 600k and change, Joel. With the Philly fun start, gee, she's very hard in the market. Uh, she's got a huge wrap on her. She was costly, beaten in the Vinery at $1.75, getting out to 2,000 metres. Just not sure she ran it out all that strongly. I think in the immediate aftermath, the stable was still kicking up for the Oaks, but uh, I think this is clearly the better option. This has been a good guide in recent years. We've had Fox play from the Waller Stable and Elise come back from the 2000 of the Vinery to win this race. I think her class will shine through. I've got a lot of respect for 13, Armand Geary. I thought she was very good kicking off at 1500 in the Emancipation. She went forward. She was headed on the turn, but she never gave up. She battled on well, I thought, there for third. She'll be much fitter for that. And then up towards the top, two mares coming out of last week's Doncaster. Two, Natoya, looked outstanding, looked like a $2 favourite, not 40 to 1. She's just a gun Randwick Myler in hindsight. She's got excellent stats uh, over the Randwick 1600. I think she can back up and run very well again. And three, Conta Patero. Wasn't too far behind. Gets a two-kilo swing. And uh, Gay Waterhouse knows how to win this race. But time with 17 from 13, two and three. Yeah, fun stuff. She covered ground in that line. Um, didn't she? Out to the 2,000 metres. Uh, so the first go out towards that trip. And um, yeah, whether she handled or not, um, yeah, not too sure. But I think back to the 600 metres uh, suits her. She's a Group 1 winner over this track and trip. Thrashing Probabil, as we know, back in the spring, the flight stakes. Um, yeah, I'm willing to stick with her. I think she's a she's some sort of talent fun star and um, keen to stick with her and put her on top. Elise, wide draw. Um, but I just, I just love, I just love, I'm a big Elise fan, as, as listeners would know. She's um, she's just a gun. She's, she's, I thought her run in the George Ryder um, sort of was better than the sort of form guide suggests. Um, it was a bit of a slow tempo there. 
she more or less held her ground. Um, but she's she's run okay, I think. Um, back against her own sex, she goes in. Purutakawa, the 14, in for third. And the two, Natoya. Um, terrific win in the Doncaster last start. I thought she had a good race in her. Um, and a good good one to win. First group one for the jockey end trainer that day. Um, I think she, she's got to be included again. 17, 1, 14, and 2. All righty. Well, the final race at Royal Randwick on Saturday is the uh, race 10, the TAB Sapphire Stakes. Phillies and Mares, 1,200 metres, group two. Now, Daniel, I know you and I were both lucky enough to uh, jag the Sydney Quaddy last week. You, because you're a big fan of Natoya. Me, because I was lucky enough to go halves with a bloke <laughs> who's a fan of Natoya. Um now, those first three legs, I think, you know, we can we'll be able to skinny them up reasonably well. Maybe, uh, you know, I mean, depending on how keen you are in Funstar in, in the Queen of the Turf, uh, Queen Elizabeth's sounding like we probably probably only need five or six, probably only need three in the Sydney Cup. But, Joel, um, your value bet comes up here at about $19, and, you know, this just really looms as everyone's got the first three legs and then everyone's getting blown Indeed, out Indeed, a typical tough mare's race to end the day. Uh, plenty of chances, plenty of sort of, um, yeah, just an even spread, really. There's not much between these mares. Look, she's not well off at the weights here, but I just think she's flying number 14, Bangkok. I think she's gone to a new level. With any luck, she probably runs second to Fasika, first up in the Winona Girl. She meets her a couple of kilos worse for that. But then she went to the birthday card, got a long way back, had to navigate traffic again, charged late, had the second best last 200 of the day. She's drawn barrier five. Hopefully she can settle a little bit closer. She's going to be second half of the field, though. That's probably her pattern. Staying at 1,200 metres, third up. Um, very keen to have something each way on her. Seven for Seeker, just a forgive run in the Galaxy. She was excellent first up in the Winona Girl, as mentioned. Went to the Galaxy, she drew wide, she was back. She had Pirata laying all over her on the turn early in the straight. And then she got home every bit as well as him. Uh, so that was just a forgive run. He, she can bounce back. Uh, nine Manicure has a good second up record. Never missed the Quinella, in fact. She chased Tafane, giving her a couple of kilos second up in the spring. Her first up run against the boys was good. And 10 Moss Trip, bit of an enigma. She's a talent on her day. She can mix it up a bit. But I like the way she attacked the line in her recent trial. We'll include her in the numbers, but on 14, 7, 9, and 10. Yeah, I'm with Manicure on top. I do like that form line that Joel touched on, the one behind Tafani in the spring. Um, very good second up record. Fires at 1,200 metres. I think, you know, she'll definitely, uh, at $8 is worth an each way bet, I think, in this, even though, as you said, Barks is such an open race, um, but she ticks a lot of boxes for my Manicure. Um, she's on top 10 in Moss Trip, um, a horse that, Always goes around at big odds. Um, first up record is good, and I do like that trial um, in readiness for this. So she's in the second, the 10, 9, 10. In for third, I have the six, Winter Bride. Had a couple of um, goes in New Zealand, and probably a little bit unlucky not to win that group one, the, the railway first up. And in for fourth, we'll have the one. I'm excited. The last up winner of the Galaxy, 9, 10, 6, and 1. All right, summing up Royal Randwick on Saturday. That was Joel's value bet, race 10, number 14, Bangkok. Joel's best, race 5, number 9, Flit, is up against Nutter's value, which is race 5, number 3, Splintex. And Daniel's best is race 2, number 5, Mirror Vision.
The action in Melbourne on Easter Saturday, as always, is at Caulfield for the Easter Cup and the Victoria Handicap, which this year is the Elvis Thurgood 40th Anniversary Cup. Uh, Elvis Ricky Thurgood, um, of course, had his uh, uh, devastating accident uh, race fall on this day 40 years ago. And... Uh, He's still kicking on, so good luck to him and his family who have cared for him all this time. Uh, the Easter Cup is race seven. Uh, it's the second leg of the quarter. It's the first of the group threes. It is the Lapine Funerals Easter Cup, 2,000-metre uh, handicap. What did you uh, think of this, job? The track is drying, and it's sort of no worse than a, a five, maybe a six at the very worst. I'm with 10 Scarlet Dream. Savage the line first up at the mile. Best last 400, 200 of the meeting. They had her in, in Sydney uh, a couple of weeks ago, the race that Night's Watch won, but uh, she's just not as effective on wet ground. They've saved her for this, and, yeah, they'll just be hoping Caulfield dries out. If it does, I think she's very hard to beat. Uh, eight Inverloch is going well on speed. He drops from 59 to 56.5 from last week. He'll give them plenty to catch. Uh, seven Secret Blaze and nine Selzamore. They're both also racing really well. I saw... Uh, I think down towards the bottom is the way to look. Ten from eight, seven, and nine. Yeah, the two I was sort of keen to play around were um, Scarlet Dream and Savakul with the eleven slightly on top of the ten. Uh, she got a long way back in the Group Three opponent last start. Savakul to a similar trip, nine hundred meters, but I found the line well um, suited the slight rise up in trip with informed jockey on board um, with with her. But Scarlet Dream, yeah, terrific return um, for the for the Hawks. So first run for the Hawks stable, always been a Pretty decent first up performer, um, and that improves even further second up, especially at um, slightly out in trip. So the eleven and the ten, probably the two I want to play around. The one in for third, um, which is Hullover Street, such a consistent performer, um, be on the speed and, and give a sight. And fifteen in for fourth, which is Vegas Knight. Eleven, ten, one, fifteen for me. Uh, yeah, I made Secret Blaze my best after a couple of really good seconds. Uh, thought um, uh, thought he could turn the table on Inverloch uh, with uh, Salsamore in between those. And I, of course, can't resist chucking in my old pal Hill of a Street. So my number is 7, 9, 8 and 1. Race 8 is, as mentioned earlier, the Elvis Thurgood 40th Anniversary Cup, 1,400-metre handicap at Group 3 level. Yeah, with number 2, Dr Drill, uh, look, it's possibly sort of a bit too soon, 1,459 kilos second up. But, look, I, I thought he trialled super leading into this campaign. I had something on him in the very small field at the Valley first up. He swept around them, loomed, but it was a bit of a sprint home and he just lacked the ping at the... At the business end, they accepted with him for the Doncaster last week. I think that could just be a guide on how well he's going. Obviously, as I said, this is 1,400, and he probably will peak over a little bit further. But I've lent his way. Number two from Five Wild Planet, who's arguably the one to beat. He's going to be favourite. He was everyone's pick last week. At, oh, not last week, but last start at Flemington. He got the job done. Uh, 12 Bams on Fire is just very genuine. She's been able to handle step-up and trip of late, and I think coming back to 1,400... No negative for her. She'll get the right run. And eight, Seabrook, quality mare on her day. She resumed off a long break and ran really well in the Harebra at Mornington behind the flying diamond effort. I'm with two from five, 12 and eight. Wild Planet for me, going super in a, a group one. Um, two back and then, yeah, far too classy from last, I think one with a little bit in the tank there. 
um, comes into this off a bit of a freshen up. Um, the good race for him, drawn well, and hard to go past the five. Eight Seabrook hasn't won for some time, this mare, but um, she showed her class in the Hariba Stakes. Of course, behind Diamond Effort's gone the f- since gone and Frank the form. The four haunted, uh, look, seldom runs poorly, placed in 17 of 22. Um, was a long way back, probably further, much further back than probably anticipated last time, but I guess from barrier 15. Ethan Brown really had no option. Um, but yeah, he's he's been enormous in that race, found the line nicely. Good race in him soon. And the 10 in for fourth, which is Shapada, first up classy gelding returning. Five, eight, four, and ten. All right. Well, as I mentioned, my best was race seven, number seven, Secret Blaze. My value, Ben, which actually is some value uh, this week uh, against the usual trend, is race four, number five, not enough effort uh, at about 15 bucks. Uh, probably 1,200 first up. Might have been a little bit too far at Mornington. Back to 1,100 unbeaten at that trip. Um, now, Joel, we have not heard about either of your specials. So yeah, well, I'm with uh, winning post editor Tony Nebone here in our best of the day, Viscosity, and has come up double figures too. Race five, number one. Uh, he was very good late last week at Cranburn, uh, the Cranburn night meetings uh, with 59 kilos. So it was a tough night to sort of swoop and, and win. He tried doing that, but just ultimately was too far back. Importantly, they follow the similar path to when he won his maiden at Cranbourne. They backed him up eight days later and he won over 2,000 metres at Flemington. On the quick back up again, and he's definitely looking for the 2,400. I think he's very hard to beat. Race five, number one. And I made my value a first starter in the two-year-old race. Race one, number nine, the Black Flash. Strangely, I think he was about 30 to one uh, in a maiden on Monday or Tuesday. They scratched him and he pops up in a Saturday race and he's $15. So... Can't work that out. But his jump outs have been very good at Caulfield. They've sort of been hidden, nice efforts. He's well-bred. He will get over a bit further. But I think 1,200 on debut from a good draw, worth having something on the black flash. Uh, my best comes up early in the day. Profit's thumb. Um, second up here, back against the uh, Phillies and Mare benchmark 90. She's a, she's a group class mare, this horse. And I thought in that Hariba Stakes, as I mentioned, reference earlier, she's uh, run well. I think a good will be good form race going forward. Um, yeah, goes well second up. Has won as the previous winner second up. Won over this uh, track and trip actually second up last preparation. A good formula for her. I think at 480, um, she'll be descending on them late hopefully. So race two, number two, my best. The value comes up in race five um, going against Joel here. I thought Lobster Noodles was just too big of a price to ignore. She's uh, $41, $51 in some markets. She's a horse that just wants all the 2,400 metres. I know that Corson's team have sort of um, pegged her as a bit of a, uh, a stay with uh, quite a bit of talent. She won the maiden easily two back at Kilmore and stepped up to the 2,200 metres at Bendigo. Similar sort of race, three-year-old handicap race, um, and has run pretty well at a big price. I think just uh, isn't respected by the market. I just think she's worth a nibble at the $51. I think um, she's better than that price. So Lobster Noodles, uh, race five, number 14, my value at Caulfield. Okay, well, Easter Saturday, you think Oakbank, <laughs> you think Von Dusa, and neither of those are this, this year. Uh, we are racing on the parks track at Northern Park. The, uh, the railway stakes is on this year. It's called the Furphy Stakes. It's over 1,000 metres. It is a listed race. Yeah, really good Daniel, race. Some what are you going for? The return of the Tavistock Gelding Tavistan. Um, got plenty of time for him. He, of course, it goes well fresh, two from four, and... Uh, this distance, I think, right in his, re- his reach. He meets some, a couple of inform horses here. Um, 
but uh, I think um, he's on top for me. I just I think he profiles well, and uh, I think he's I think he's the best horse in the race. If I'm being honest, um, the three in next Bella Vella, um, terrific first up win over a distance, which is always like the 955 short course at Mooney Valley. She was far too good there, only up to the thousand here. Um, she's in the game for sure. Bold Star One, of course, uh, ran one on Oakley Plate from well back. On a day it was hard to last start and um, it's contested some good races in Melbourne of late. Back to its home state here. Does have to carry the big weight. And the five equal love just flying for the Phillips Stakes stable at the moment. Two, three, one and five in the um, in the Furphy Stakes. All right. Uh, your best, though, comes up very early in the program. Uh, 12.36 Eastern Standard Time. And uh, that is another Victorian visitor. Yeah, I really like the trial. Um, Lamar Eustace uh, Galloper before the first up, before the debut run at Morpherville there. Um, ran into a pretty good one in great level. I think great level would show in ability at his trials as well. Um, sort of got held up to still late in that run, but finished off strongly, went out, I think, better for it um, and hard to beat in the first race. So hopefully get off to a flyer at Morpherville. Race one, number four, still late. And the va- and your value bet comes up later on the program. Yeah, that's race seven, number nine. Yeah, look, flying previously trained by Chris Waller, this horse. has now had a um, couple of runs, oh, three runs now for the Richard and Chantel Jolly stable. Sort of been around the mark in all in all three without really threatening. Covered ground last start, worth forgiving. But in a run two back in a much tougher race than this, um, I thought his, um, his performance is pretty good. If he sort of runs up to that, uh, over the 1,400 metres here. I think he's worth an each-way bet for sure. So Flying Piero, um, yeah, I know his, his record's pretty pretty poor. 23 starts, only the three wins and only three minor placings. But um, I think he's doing enough. And if he can, yeah, as I said, replicate that run from two back, um, he'll be in the finish here. So race seven, number nine, my value. Joel, uh, you have anything to tell us about multiple parts? In the Furphy, uh, good to see her back in winning form first up. Kayla Crowther with Philip Stokes. Uh, very potent combination, one of the better combinations on Metro tracks. So I'm happy to stick with her, race six, number five. And I thought uh, value race eight, number eight, Little Rich Boy. He's got the talent. We've seen that uh, splitting Alabama Express and Banquo at Flemington back in January. He went a bit hard in that equal love race a couple of weeks ago. They backed him up last week, rode him cold from a wide gate, and I thought he reacted quite well running on. Drawn wide again. Yeah, they'll probably go back again, but he's third run in three weeks. He might just be ready to bob up. Uh, he's got the talent, so at $14, I'll have something on him. Okay, Doombin, the venue for Brisbane Racing on Saturday, and our team is unanimous in race six, and this is your best, Daniel. Number yeah, five, it was a bit of a horror watch. Um, I was pretty keen on her last weekend at a, a bit of a price, Juliana. I think just as the run came on the outs, uh, sorry, towards the inside for her, um, she was going really well. And I think she would have gone close to winning had she not been robbed of a run. The gap just closed and I hit a bit of a brick wall, I guess, and um, her race is over. She went to the line uh, with plenty in the tank. And, um, yeah, the fact they're on the quick back up here, um, Nicely drawn on the inside there. Hopefully, gets much more luck this time around. Um, some, a couple of nice types in this race. Mind you, the, the, the top weight profit's been scratched to take on another race later in the day. Um, but I think Juliana had a, a sort of a $6.650 price. I'm pretty keen on her. I think she's a talented type and 
um, with, with any luck, she'll be hard to beat. So race six, five, my best. And um, the value comes up in race three. Good two-year-old race. See the resume of Dusty Tycoon who ran in a down, finished down the track in a Magic Millions, but did win two on the trot prior. But the one I'm with is Thunder Mania, who um, first, the, the boo win um, was terrific. The turn of foot showed that day was um, very good. Ran it up and won in just... Uh, Put the race to bed in a matter of strides. Second up, went to the BJ McLaughlin Group 3, finished sixth there um, down the track, but the run was okay against some good types. She's resumed. Trials have been pretty good, um, and I like her at each way price. Race three, number two, like him at each way price. Race three, number two, Thundermania. Yeah, I'd stick with Julie. Any thoughts on Durban Jai? Throughout last week, along with McEwen, and yeah, we probably should have got the double, as Daniel touched on. No luck at all, so I'd follow up with her. And I don't know why Min G's not favoured in race three against Snappy Reply. I know there was only a nose between them, but that was an outstanding win from Min G. And I heard Rob Heathcote on the radio the day before that race. He basically declared her. She paid nearly double figures. Again, she's drawn wide and probably going to spot Snappy Reply a start. But I think she's pretty good and she's getting $4.40. So I'm happy to go up again with Min G. Okay, it's WA Derby Day at Ascot on Saturday. Now, with your winning post this week, we have got full form for Ascot on Friday, the uh, the Good Friday meeting there. Um, because we've come out a day earlier, Ascot Saturday was only just in time for us to get a fields page there and there was not time for BJ Ryan to do his tips and overviews on that meeting. But I can tell you he's halfway through his overviews as we record this, and he has at least put his tips in for the WA Derby. It's a little bit unusual uh, for a Derby in that there are 10 acceptors and seven of them are Phillies. And one of those is BJ's tip going for a hat-trick, race eight, number four, Tuscan Queen to beat two Midnight Blue, five Naughty by Nature, and one Red Hot Tip. Uh, well, speaking of your winning post being out a day early, we're recording this on Thursday morning. It's already out in the shops through most of Australia, I trust and hope. And uh, if you can't, though, if you're uh, isolating to the extent that you can't get to the shops today or tomorrow in the case of Tassie, and uh, if you are in Tassie, then uh, please, uh, it's probably worth a call to your news agent today to find out if and when they are opening tomorrow. Uh, but if you can't do any of that, winning posts now online. We are proud to say the entire paper is there online. In fact, it's more than the entire paper because uh, you get the interstate Saturday provincial liftouts as well. So in this case, you get a full form for Emerald on top of what you get in uh, your printed edition. And readers in Queensland get full form for Warwick Nabil. Um, if you want to get your winning post online, you can either go to winningpost.com.au and click on the link in the main story there, or you can go to issue.com, that is I-S-S-U-U.com, slash winning post, or just go to issue.com and search for winning post. Uh, still only $5.50 online, only $5, speaking of value. Um, that leaves us only... To, unless have I missed out anything absolutely crucial? We've got Store Cup on Saturday. As I mentioned, no one's got anything to do on Good Friday, so you really may as well be punting an Ascot. Yeah, and we've got a full I'll chime in with a couple. Uh, uh, Pat Racing.com uh, Park tonight. 
uh, yes, racing.com park night race three number race three number eight Royale. I think it's way over the odds. Was 34, now 21, and still over the odds, I think, for Robbie Griffiths. So maybe a little something each way on that. And there's a very special little netty running at Warwickner race one Saturday. Resolute lad. I think off its jump outs, it will be winning. Uh, just unfortunately, we might not get much of a price. It is an emergency for Mornington Sunday, though. Take note. Might get a better price if they go there and it indeed sneaks a run. Uh, All well, right, Daniel, well, you got anything else? Daughter-in-law in the second last race tonight. Um, it'll be hard to beat. I think the, the wrong price. Rapidora is the current favourite, 290. Daughter-in-law has been back, I think, five into 420. And, um, yeah, just didn't have any friends on, on Zaboo. Drifted 260 out to $6 and uh, ran on well. Got a long way back, probably a long way further back than people would have thought. Um, previous UK galloper who's won some good races over in Europe. Second up here, um, inform jockey and stable, I think, at 420. Um, hopefully give a bit of a budget for the weekend race seven number three all right well speaking of budget for the weekend best 20 dollars bet for the weekend i'll kick us off i will go ten dollars each way caulfield race four well, number five not enough effort john with doubtland you're gonna to have to be patient this week very last race 10 each way bangkok uh, for those who can't be patient i'll go early in the day caulfield race two number two profit's thumb All right, that's it from us. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, stay home. Back plenty of winners, and we'll talk to you next week.